0: Hi there, and welcome to Magic Time. It is a pre-game podcast, round one, game one, of the National Basketball League of Canada Playoffs. I'm Scott Squires, my broadcast partner on Magic Live. is Dave Tingley, and he's joining us. And Dave, after uh, a 40-game exhibition season, a.k.a. the regular season, <laughs> we're ready to go. Uh, the Moncton Magic, uh, number one seed, taking on the St. John Riptide. But uh, I guess the first
1: thing I would say is don't sleep on the Riptide. Yeah, I think if you polled coaches in this league about... All the other coaches, who is the team that you'd least want to see in the first round in a short five-game series? Who would that be? I think it would be St. John. I think that I think the, 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 the poll would go to St. John. I think that's because they play extremely hard every possession. They don't give anything away. They're the best defensive team in, in the league for a reason. They can muck it up, slow it down, make things ugly, and they don't care. The uglier, the better. And I think we got that word from, from Coach Tiroba in our little chat with him before the game. I think he wants to slow it down, and that's scary. And if a team, if he can slow it down, even a high-powered offense like the Magic and make it a game in the 80s and 90s, and he thinks he's capable of doing that with his defensive squad, that's frightening for anybody in the league, and especially for the Magic.
0: Yeah, I would say certainly Coach Nelson Tiroba from the St. John Riptide. Would much more prefer to have it be uh, a low-scoring affair, and, and the other thing is, you always got to look for a little bit of an edge, any kind of little thing that can kind of give you a little bit of a mental edge. And if you're the St. John Riptide, Coach Taroba kind of, kind of grinned it off, yeah. but. Last night, opening round, opening night in the NBL playoffs, the road teams winning, uh, Kitchener-Waterloo winning in London, and the Cape Breton Highlanders winning against, coming
1: into that game, the hottest team in the league, the Halifax Hurricanes. So you know the Riptide are looking at that a little bit, Dave. Sure, but that also works as a mental advantage for the Magic. As as uh, Coach McKillop said in our pregame, the guys were on their team slag last night talking about it endlessly. Look, we got to stay focused. Look what happened in game one to these. So, we, I mean, you can look at it either way, but these guys are professional. They're going to take anything they need to give themselves a little mental edge, as you said. That gives a little edge mentally, I think, to both teams. So it's going to come down to what's produced on the floor. And I think if Moncton keeps this game and keeps the game in the hundreds, I don't think St. John can score with them, especially after missing a guy like Bryce Washington checking out on the team and going to another opportunity late in the season. That gives them one less body. But St. John, it doesn't seem to matter with them, whether it's a big lineup, a small lineup, who's heard, who's not, who's stepping in. They just seem to be able to keep things tight defensively, rotations, uh, closeouts, all that that gritty, that 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 small stuff defensively that you need to do to keep things close. They just seem to be able to do it time after time after time, especially in this in this arena. Uh, they just love coming to Moncton and playing. They love the challenge. I don't want to give the broadcasters jinx,
0: but Nick Evans into the Moncton lineup tonight after a long layoff, and this may be the first time that Moncton. Has been able to put a completely, or as completely as you can get this time of year, healthy lineup on the floor all season long, a full lineup. What do you want to see from the Moncton Magic in the first five, ten minutes? Because there's going to be a bit of a long pregame as well, so that might
1: take them out of their rhythm. But what do you want to see from this squad, first five, ten minutes? Yeah, they did have a, a tendency the last. Uh, Ten games. They seem to fix it though towards the end of the regular season. But let's see if it comes back and bites them. They had some slow starts, but you're right. Nick Evans being back is a big lift. You know he's gonna. If anybody's gonna drag these guys along after, if he senses a slow start, it's gonna be Nick. Nick's got energy to burn. But what I'm looking for is, we talked about when he went out, Magicom tended to go smaller and play at a much quicker pace, and Coach loved that quicker pace. So we'll see. We'll see where Nick fits in on that. Is he in the starting lineup to start? Is he going to come off the bench? Does he stay there if they if they if they're successful? They're not going to go away from Nick, and Nick can play that faster pace. He's not un- incapable of keeping up with the team playing at a faster pace. But uh, he, uh, where will that kind of fall for them? And will they will they stay that 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 pace pushing style, especially with Trey Cal fully healthy and integrated back now too? About. Uh, a little over 20 minutes
0: away from going live here for our opening broadcast of the playoffs round one, game one. Uh, remember, you can check it out on NBLC Live. You can take that game in. Before we wrap up here, Dave, real quick, uh, I'll do both teams. We'll go with the road team, mm-hmm. St. John Riptide first. Uh, give me one main key to victory for them and who you expect to have a big game for the Riptide.
1: Who do I expect to have a big game to the Riptide? I looked for a veteran, a guy like Jeremiah Morty to step in tonight if he's a guy that can give them kind of that if you're going to win on the road in the playoffs and you're a low scoring team like this but you need to score enough points to get ahead to stay ahead of the number one team in the league you're going to need a, a secondary a tertiary guy to step up and score that sneaky 7 15 17 19 points with three four threes and jeremiah morty fits that perfectly i see a guy like him stepping in and not being shy of, with the spotlight on him, and and, and if he's that good, if, and we mentioned in the in our uh, pre-series podcast that we did a couple days ago, Brent Arrington is another guy. Those two guys, if they pop up that score on average, you know, from 10, 12, 9 points to 15, 16, you know, and make some threes, that could be huge for St. John. And in terms of overall uh, team approach what do you look for for one big key for st john slow things down be super patient uh, uh defensively even when they're getting turning the ball over they don't tend to push it right back at you they tend to slow things down uh pass up the sh- pass up the shot early for a for a good shot late and try to execute you to death uh and 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 not give you any uh run out opportunities for the magic going the other way and
0: look, no shortage of veteran leadership on this Moncton Magic team, guys that have been there before. Uh, but uh, coming into this opening game at home, you know the crowd's going to be into it. You know the team has been uh, waiting for uh, well over a week to get going
1: here. Who do you look for to step up and have a really big game for Moncton? Uh, Trey Kell. If Trey Kell is at a superstar level the way he was his first 10-12 games for the Magic, and then he was starting to turn that form on again the last three four games when he got healthy at the end of the regular season. If he's that good in this series, I don't see St. John having a shot. With Billy White and Corey Allman revving ready to go, if Trey Kell also is at that level, look out. And you said that for St.
0: John, they really need to slow it down and control that pace. Would it be the opposite that you see
1: as a key for Munton? Absolutely. Push it, push it, push it. But if it does get slogged down, the other guy that I think is a key is Denzel Taylor. If St. John manages to keep the pace low, uh, Denzel is going to have to be that guy give Moncton second opportunities, had a huge surge toward the end of the year in production, snagged that first, uh, the the league lead and offensive rebounds again for the second year in a row to Denzel. He was back taking charges. He was an animal. If he plays at that level, uh, then he's going to be a key uh, to counteract that St. John defensive effort sports is a beautiful thing it's unscripted
0: and uh, what story will be written tonight well we're gonna find out in about 20 minutes time hop over to NBLC live log in and uh, check out the game seven o'clock Atlantic time round one game one it's the Saint. John Riptide on the road taking on the Moncton magic thanks to my good buddy Dave Tingley Woo! you can uh, check us out on the broadcast and later on we'll be at st. Louis Baron Grill the Moncton the, the Moncton location on Mountain Road for our post game podcast so uh, make sure you tune into that. Until then, my friend, Scott Squire saying so long. And remember, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.